Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 65. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I'm your host, Todd Oxtra. Joined by the Kernerdian who lives under the sea, Mark Carabin. <laughs> Hello, and welcome. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Excellent. It's a uh, it's kind of a heat wave. Some people are like burning. I think uh, it's hell on earth right now. But, um, you know, that's OK. We're going to get through this because we're going to chill things out with some cool gaming talk with one of the coolest cats in the biz. We call him Mr. Bad Bit, Joseph Moran from the PS Trophy Room. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing great. I'm, I'm the one suffering from the heat wave right now, man. I've been outside all day. I'm I'm melting. I have melted. And it's just going to be a mellow Mr. Badbit today. I'm not going to get crazy. I'm not going to take my top off. This is just mellow, Joe. It's nice. We'd it's going to be we'd nice. Allow it. We'd I allow it. I'm sure you're wearing, a bikini. you're wearing a bikini. Oh, I mean, if that's the <laughs> I'm assuming you're wearing some type of tube top or bikini underneath. So, you know, either way. <laughs> I mean, isn't that just the normal? Hey, yeah, or, or maybe wears. Or, or pasties. I don't know how you go. <laughs> Listen, you can never go wrong with a good old fashioned pasty. Just <laughs> ask my dad. Put that on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Well, Joe, we're happy to have you on. It's been a long time. Actually, you were on the Last of Us 2 uh, roundtable. Yeah. Which was a very fun time because I think that's originally where you and Luke Lore decided to hate each other. I foolishly oh invited uh, I invited Luke on there, and he absolutely hated the game. <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell yeah, you, that, yeah. was, that was a year ago, wasn't it? Because that it was, was when I was in ago. the hospital with Finn. So that was a yeah, little yeah. over a year ago now, I suppose. Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> Man. Yeah, Luke's the worst uh, host of the Xbox expansion pass, but we don't need to mention him anymore. He's Not just, at all. He's too busy. We don't, we don't need it to, you know, kill our vibe mentioning that awful human being no he's too busy uh, getting paid for mentioning game pass uh <laughs> speaking of <laughs> which, which is available game pass is a fantastic service that lets you play over a hundred high quality games day one releases ea access and yeah. more uh wow. you can start your first three months for just a dollar sign up at gamepass.com or whatever the hell the you know, is. I Mark, wish I rehearsed that. I, I swear, like I can't, I, you, I can't let you shill for Microsoft <laughs> just like the thousands of others. Okay, what well, it's nonsense. What I'm what I'm seeing online is absolute nonsense. Just like the nonsense that Xbox has put their first party day and date into Game Pass. <laughs> All for the low price, starting at nine ninety nine a month. Are you kidding me? Where's my residuals, Phil Spencer? If only I had an Xbox or PC to play. But wait, I could play on my phone or stream on my streaming device <laughs> at the low cost of fourteen ninety nine via, you know, Xbox Game Game, game Pass, Pass via Ultimate. X Cloud. Yeah, yeah. And if all you right, like buttons, check out the episode of Co op Mode. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> You guys, it's been nice. Big bucks. All right. I host a PlayStation podcast. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Let's talk about that uh, awesome PS Now price you can get today. Yes. Yeah. How much is it? No one uses it. So no one knows. <laughs> I'm only kidding, Todd. I know. <laughs> I actually signed up the uh, 45 bucks for a year for PS Now. I mean, nice. All That's said and done, it's 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 an awesome option if you're just getting a PlayStation Now. Now. And playing. So uh, there's lots of great options, unless you're Nintendo. Oh, yeah. 
So moving on. <laughs> oh, well, now we move into a little bit of uh, business. Uh, so, Mark, you've decided to continue to push Secret Friends Unite into the modern era of off of Facebook with the olds and pushing into new eras of uh, interaction. So tell us all about something that we're doing now. Yeah, well, I, OK, first off. I don't want to say we're going off of Facebook because I still use Facebook all the time, especially like for, for work and just myself. And I love the Facebook group, but I also thought we could have something that was a little bit more uh, conductive of conversations and stuff. So, um, you know, taking, taking a page out of, out of the, the trophy room and, and uh, Yumi and Capri, we're, we're doing our own little discord. So we have a Discord server up right now. Uh, we've been tweeting out the links. So if you're looking to join, uh, follow any of us on Twitter, uh, Secret Friends U on Twitter. The, the links are there. Uh, they're also on the website. If you see the social buttons up top, secretfriendsunite.com, um, there's, there's a website link and that will go to a Discord uh, directly to the Discord server, and I don't think that link ever expires because some of the Discord mm-hmm. links will expire after like four, you know, uh, fourteen days, seven days, whatever. Um, so, so there we go. We we have a Discord. There's a there's you know already fun conversations going on there with uh, with a small group that that has signed up already. Before I think is is this the first podcaster you guys mentioned it on uh, Secret Friends Unite? We did not. Well. No. Okay. So this is the first time we're actually mentioning this on a show. Um, so we're, we're really excited about it. And, and yeah, the reaction so far has been great. And like I said, it, it's not even like being advertised really out there aside from a couple of us tweeting about it. So um, if you're looking for some discussions about any one of the topics that we cover on any one of our shows, uh, comics, toys, whatever, video games, obviously, uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, it's all there. Uh, we're just kind of having fun with it and uh, going to be setting up that for game nights as well. So uh, we'll have a, a few like little you know, voice chat channels as well. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's just going to be a good time. And and so far, you know, everyone's just kind of hanging out and, and uh, following the rules and being very, very fun and respectful. It's, it's great. Absolutely. Nice. Mm-hmm. And we've had, we've had zero uh, nudies yet. So that's great. No, no. Yes. Picks, yeah. We, we did have, when we hit 20 people in this, in the server, uh, we had our first spam bot, which I thought was uh, wildly entertaining. Uh, oh, Discord um, gives me headaches. <laughs> Running a Discord is good, everyone. I I know that too well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, and and you know, like, we know there's a lot of great Discord channels and just Discord servers out there. So, uh, we want to do it a little bit differently. Where, like I said, we we are kind of a reflection of our network and just kind of a good hangout to talk about. Um, just generally geeky stuff. You know, it's it's a good time. So, uh, so that's the first thing. Like I said, Facebook's not going away. This is a little bit more conversational and you can kind of, you know, if on the Facebook page group, it's, it's, it's everything's all in line, right? Like if you don't care about Star Trek or, um, you know, toys or this or that, um, you're still going to see that in the group. And this, if you don't like Star Wars, you never have to go in that channel. You will not see any Star Wars stuff. If you just want to check out the video game channel, cool. Check that out. Um, so it's, it's a little bit more like, yours to to uh, play with so it's, it's kind of cool uh the second thing is that if you're listening to this on the shared podcast feed the one that has every single one of the secret friends unite shows uh there there might be a change i don't know we want to kind of warn people <laughs> uh we want to kind of warn people about this 
Um, right now, that that is the the last thing that's hosted on Podomatic. Uh, when we started building up all the other shows, at first we were hosting in the, on my old website, uh, thecanardian.com, and then we kind of changed that and, and rebuilt that into what's now secretfriendsunite.com. Um, so most of the shows you've, you've not noticed a, a change in, which is great, uh, most of the solo feeds. But, but if you're following this on the combined feed, um, we're, we're ready to flip that switch and I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, so it could, it could not make a difference whatsoever. You could just be following along and one day there's something in the background that's going to change and it's business as usual, but, uh, it also might kill everything and you, you might have to redownload or resubscribe to a brand new feed. I, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we will try to make sure everyone knows in the, the Facebook group, in Discord, on Twitter. Uh, if we do notice it breaking, we're going to send a notification just to the Podomatic stream saying, please subscribe to the new feed. Uh, so if you hear that episode, go check it out. But we'll explain all of this later. I just wanted to give people a heads up in case that's the feed that you look, you know, that you follow. A, there are solo streams and uh, B, um, there might be a change. I don't know. I'm, I'm really hoping that no one ever notices that we switch things over and it's just this whole rant is, is useless. But uh, I, I like to keep people in the know and, and let them know what's going on behind the scenes a little bit. So there we go. Lots of changes uh, for Secret Friends Unite and uh, we're just going to keep on going based on the feedback that people give us. So uh, let us know, tweet, discord, all that kind of stuff. It's fun. Yeah, this is this is like our biggest year of change. I mean, we've changed our, our podcast recording method. Hopefully, this will stay so you have better quality. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we're, we're trying to get away from Podomatic because Podomatic just limits you how many episodes you can actually carry. So we lose episodes. So now this is going to allow our we have a really a deep archive of content. Uh, we've at, been posting uh, content. Mark just posted a really cool article on Secret Friends Unite all about E3 and his thoughts on E3 um, mm-hmm. as well. So that's our goal too to get more content out there. So people like to write. I want to do cosplay photos. They want to um, do some video content as well. Let us know because we just want to share the love and have people uh, have a place to really show their talents. Yep. There's a, there's a contributor section on the, on the website. So if you want to be added to that, let us know. We're, we're looking for more writers. We're looking for, like Todd said, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, We'd love to hear from you. The pitch us your ideas. Uh, like I said, my mind today, like Todd said, was a short little thing on why E3 matters. And it, it started to kind of pop in my head after we talked to Brock McLaughlin on the last episode. It's like, you know what? E3 still like, we're all excited about it. We were still talking about it. all the podcasts. We're talking about it, obviously, but like, why does, why does it matter? Why does it matter to have an event like this? So I wanted to kind of break that down. So go check that one out on the website. And uh, I'll talk a little bit later about uh, another thing that i'm writing for this site too so uh yeah it's uh it's it's fun stuff man i'm loving the change in the growth it's it's awesome yeah and if we eventually get our patreon off the ground uh one of the big prizes will be uh madam web striptease so just stay tuned perfect next up it's It's his greatest cosplay ever uh the 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 gig the uh, the gig is up as they say oh well um well we're gonna kick off the show because joe's been on before so instead of this time to get to know him a little better 
and also me, we have buy, rent, return. This time it's Mark's choice. He gives us three choices, and we have to place each one of these games in one of those areas. It's kind of like Mary Boff Kill, but it's it's, yeah. it's a kinder blockbuster era of gaming. I like it. Uh, okay. I like it. I'm choosing these just for Joe because you run a PlayStation podcast by the players sure. for the players. Sure. It's my favorite PlayStation podcast, but I wanted to put you a little bit on the hot seat right now. So I picked three games that I think is going to be difficult for you. I hope, mm-hmm. I hope I'm right. I hope this is an entertaining choice. So the three games that you have to choose from with buy rent or return are bloodborne, the last of us and Spider-Man miles Morales. This is difficult because for me, it's like, okay, is this, is this what I would recommend to someone? No, for you. Is this, you have the choice. Is this for me? Okay. For me. And that's very difficult because last of us and bloodborne first off, I run PlayStation podcast, right? Everybody knows that I have a little countdown. It's been 1000. 122 days since the launch of Bloodborne. Bloodborne is my favorite game of all time. Are you something special for the 2,000 days? Um, maybe I'll wear something a little risky. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> we gotta spice up the love life every now and again, you know? But when it comes to Bloodborne, I love that game. It's, it's seriously amazing. But here's why I'm going to hit Rent. Nay, Return. Because if I'm saying these are the games you need to experience, Bloodborne ain't it. Because I think for the most people out there, you're going to be you're going to be taken back by Bloodborne's introduction because it is a difficult game. So I'm going to put that to the side. If you want the challenge, pick it up as a rent. I would say that the reason why I would say we're buying the last of us is because that is a touchstone in gaming, not just PlayStation. Like there's never been a series written like the last of us is written as, and um, you don't see a lot of video games take the risks that the last of us does. And it's even having a show. That's how you know how well written this piece of art really is because other entertainments are actually taking notice of it. So I would say you buy The Last of Us and then you rent Spider-Man Miles Morales. Why are we running Spider-Man Miles Morales? Because you could, you know, if this is the three-day blockbuster return, you know, policy here, you got some time with it. Like you have just enough time to beat it. Nay. Maybe even platinum it. So I would say because it's a shorter experience, that's why we're running. All right. Like, how dare you try to make this a hard decision? <laughs> uh, Mark usually got a cop out. Well, last time I picked it, I picked a PlayStation game and it automatically went to return because it's like, I don't like that game. <laughs> John, <laughs> what about like, you? Okay. How are you feeling on these, uh, these three? Ooh, this is a tough one. Uh, definitely. And this is what I struggle. I'm like, is it a rent because I only want to experience it once and I'm ready to let it go and return? I don't even play like I play like very little of it. And it's not for me. So that's kind of how I look at it. You don't get to you don't get to return something you complete. It's kind of like you never leave the one bite on your plate and then say, oh, please take my plate back. It was horrible. But let me eat that last bite. It's not right. it's not that type of thing. You basically it's you tried it. 
and all you do is get to experience it. So you can't you can't say I'm going to play the whole game and then return it. It doesn't work that way in our in our world. Um, so uh, I will go with um, by Last of Us. I everything Joe talked about it was phenomenal. And they did include multiplayer, so maybe that's why you keep it over the other games. Um, but I still think there's something about that game that it's just it's just a different level. And it's something that you could go back and experience certain story beats that would just make you relive them, those moments. Um, yeah. Now, the gameplay, though, that's where I don't know if it's like the gameplay will want you to keep coming back to it because like, the first Last of Us had some gameplay. I would say it wasn't the best and they've obviously improved upon that. So but Last of Us, just for my where my heart lies, it's there. Uh, then I would uh, rent uh, Spider-Man and Miles Morales uh, because I'm not a I'm not a trophy hound. Once I beat the story. I had no interest in doing all the extra stuff because I hate like the challenge modes and things like that. I still to okay. this day have no platinums. I'm just not that guy. I know. And I, I've played games I've loved and I thought I've beaten everything, but it's just not the way I play either. So I'm good with like three days with Miles Morales, loving that game. Mm-hmm. And that story, that music, all of those beats come together and it's a very short experience too. So that's why that would be a rental for me. It's not because I didn't like it. It's just because I rarely replay games and I don't keep games. I always turn them if I have them physically. I got that one from Gamefly, which... I actually then I can contribute to the buy rent and return because sometimes I buy games from Gamefly. Gamefly, it's the best deal in gaming, guys. Fifteen dollars a month, two games at a time. Jesus. The newest games from all your platforms. Check out Gamefly.com. Uh, Check the promo code. Exactly. <laughs> the description or whatever they say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gamefly.com slash co-op mode. Yeah. Check it out. Please, Gamefly. Please sponsor us. Um, and then lastly, Bloodborne. Bloodborne is a Souls game. It is the only Souls game that I played more than the first level. Okay, fair. I took all the courage in the world to finally beat the first boss. And to me, that was a triumph. That was like one of my greatest achievements in gaming. I beat the first boss in Bloodborne. I'm proud of you. I, I then went to in about 15 minutes. Y'all. I know you can't jump. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. You're better than me. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the reminder. Um, I went to then, I, I, was it the cleric? I don't know. what The, the, the weird, like, priest guy in the cemetery. Yeah. Oh, God. After that, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm horrible at this, and I will never beat him, he's and then the, I have to go all the way back. Yeah, he's the, he's the true check in that game. Got he's it. the skill check. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's an easy way to beat him. You, you got to take, um, when you're in the first level, there's a music box that you're handed with, and when he's about to transform into the beast, and that's when he gets really fast, mm-hmm. you play that music box, it stuns him for a very long time, and you can just kill him that way. It's very easy. Guess I should have went to the Reddit forum before I played that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. The oh, well. Also, fire. Fire yeah. knocks him right out. Yeah, Demon Souls of the remake on the the PS5. I played that for about fifteen minutes. I tried the fifteen minutes over and over again. Oh, I'm like, oh, game looks beautiful. I like what they're doing. I just, I just don't have the tolerance for it. So that's where I'd be at. Bloodborne, return it. It's still sitting on my PS4. I don't have to return it, but it's you know, it, it is what it is. So that's where I would land. All right. Thanks, guys. I only played The Last of Us here. I still need to play uh, Miles Morales, and I, I sadly, I am just not skilled enough to play uh, Souls-like games. So I, if I had to choose, I'd probably agree with you guys. But I, I might lean, just because I like the superhero stuff and I find it more replayable than something a little heavier than, than The Last of Us, I might swap those two 
of like, you know, I'd, I'd probably replay Miles Morales more than The Last of Us in my mind. Like I've definitely played the original Spider-Man more than I have gone back to play The Last of Us. So personally, I might I might swap those two choices, but I, I don't know because I, I haven't played uh, Miles. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. And being a new, a new dad, I don't think you'd want to go back to that anyways. It's too heart wrenching. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, right. So yeah, yeah. we'll uh, we'll leave it there. Yeah, so now that we've known what Joe likes and likes and likes because you liked all those experiences, now we want to know what you've been playing, Joe. Oh man, where do I start? So I was just playing Halo Five Warzone. Um, So I I put out on Twitter at Mister Badbit if you're on that of like games that are living in my head rent free, right? And it's Halo Infinite, Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, Kena Bridge Experience. Uh, Halo more prevalent than almost all of them other than Elden Ring. Uh, and I need a Halo fix, you know? So I, I've been trying out Warzone. The connections to those lobbies are awful, but once you find a game, it is a ton of fun, especially Warzone, where it's pretty much big team battle. Um, I'm enjoying my time there. On PlayStation, I'm playing a little game called uh, Scarlet Nexus, which is my attempt to get into Japanese-style action RPGs um, because I really dug the art style of this game. It's kind of like cel-shaded. Um, the action's really, really cool when it works, when you actually get to play these levels. It's just, it just... It, it, it sucks in the aspect of the story is almost unfollowable. Like, they don't explain the world that well. Like, they have two animes that you can watch before you put the game in, I guess, to catch you up to the story. But that's not how you present your story. No. No. So, yeah, the story is bumpkiss. The characters, for the most part, are... they, They make the strangest decisions that are just unrealistic. And I get it. There's, like, floaty undead bodies everywhere but like they make some really like you see someone straight up assassinate a dude and like it's a like the the guy they killed is a good guy and then all of a sudden he's part of your team it's like what why are we trusting this guy and like he's he's flirting with my character i'm like dude you just killed a man but call me so (laughs) it's just like it doesn't make it, it it's also one of those japanese like like tropes of like Oh, it's the end of the world. But who do you like? Like, <laughs> you oh, know that no. type of stuff. Oh no! Yeah. It's so like, I'm, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to get into it because I, I, I'm trying to get get my my, you know, Japanese knowledge a bit better. But I don't know about this game. Uh, the combat's stellar, but just don't know. Um, and then. When it comes to more PlayStation, I've been playing Salt and Sanctuary, which is a 2D Souls game. Um, absolutely loving my time there. Platinum Ratchet and Clank, which is a perfect game. We actually talked about that uh, on our Patreon show, The Road to Greatness, Kyle and I. We talk about how amazing those characters are, the worlds, the action. I talk about how, you know what, maybe we bring back sur- Surfdom uh, and that fun stuff. Uh, and then last but not least, and I see that you guys have been playing it as well. See you, Thieves. Hell yeah. Let's get into we it. got the Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Caribbean? You got Jack, yeah, the, the Jack Sparrows. Um, I played up to Act 2, 
or up to three, technically. I beat the first two. Where where are you guys in your Sea of Thieves? Because Sea of Thieves is like no no BS, guys. That's my Xbox game. That is the Xbox first party game I have sunk easily the most hours into. I've put over 500 hours at Sea of Thieves. Mercy. I love it. I'm very good at it. I've got, I've gotten, I've gotten great. I would, I would like to say. So, so yeah, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm just getting back. So, so Sea of Thieves is the reason I got back into Xbox. Uh, Last generation, I I went PS4 first for the first time with a PlayStation console and then saw Sea Sea of Thieves and said, not need me one of those. And, uh, and I bought a secondhand Xbox one, uh, Hmm. played Sea of Thieves a little bit. was like, need this to be better. Um, not, not the game, like the whole experience. So I, I sold that, bought an Xbox one X and have not looked back since. And, uh, but I, I did drop out of Sea of Thieves. Uh, so I'm just getting back into it. I haven't played any of the Pirates of the Caribbean story stuff uh, because I'm kind of just uh, reacclimating myself to the game. And uh, and then I played with with Todd for a little bit to to get him into the game. So I'm still waiting and and looking to uh, to do some of those tall tales. And I know you can do them solo, but I want to do them with a group or something like that. So I need to find the time. Uh, but I played with Todd. Todd, tell us about your first experience. So funny, I tried CFDs when it first launched, and I actually got my first subscription to Game Pass when it launched, because that was one of the big thing. It's like, oh, I want to try this game, but I don't want to pay 60 bucks for it. Hey, Game Pass, I'll do a trial. So it was kind of like right at the impetus of it. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I hated it because I uh, wanted to play it solo, and I hated trying to learn how to, you know pilot a ship and i'm like i can't see very well because got this big old you know steering wheel in front of me and Mm -hmm. it's kind of not intuitive and i just really wanted a more because i like the idea of a rare game like that what they were doing but i'm like i just don't like driving a ship i pirates is just pirates as a theme it's just never been like oh i love pirates like eh, i'd rather be a ninja or i'd rather be a space dude but um playing with mark was a lot more fun because basically he became my uber driver and I just had to like adjust some things, which worked perfectly for me. And Mark sherpaed me. He showed me exactly what to do because still that game, a lot of stuff is still kind of very unintuitive. But once somebody shows you, then you get it. Yep. I'm like, what do I do with all this crap? I got some crap. And Mark's like, oh, you put the wood here and you do this there and you do that. I'm like, oh, I didn't know I had to do this stuff. And then it's like, um, oh, God, what was the other thing? Oh, what should I do with this explosive barrel? Mark's like, don't <laughs> put it somewhere that they can explode our ship. I'm like, I wouldn't have known that. So he puts it up the mast and and just very fun. We, we played together. We, you know, we, we had some snafus for some reason with audio because I was playing on mm. PC and Mark was playing on Xbox. And I'm like, why are we having so much troubles? And I found out that the uh, 3D Pulse headset does not, the audio does not work. The speaker does not work on PC. So Weird. you can't use it for audio. For some really? reason, which is like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. Cause I looked it up. I'm like, why is this not working? It registers. Everything comes up. Mm. Yes. That's mm. one, one of those things. It's like, oh, but Xbox allows you to do it. So I'm like, oh, okay. But my son's using my headset. So I ended up using a USB mic regardless to say yeah. after that worked, Mark and I were, were, were smooth sailing. As Here's a hot say. take with these headsets. These, um, the Microsoft Xbox wireless headsets are garbage. Mm-hmm. Don't buy them. Well, all right. hot take. Well, I Not had great. troubles I'll with that. My Steel series. 
Yeah, exactly. Mark, I remember Stick I tried, we were going to play Gears, and I had the Microsoft he- headset yeah. on PC, and it didn't work either. Yep. It was just it was just a hot mess, and yeah. So I'm hoping all this stuff will get smoothed out, but I like the idea of this. I wanted to play some more, just to, like I said, get to do some more of these things. Mm-hmm. Mark is going to have to pressure me to play more cooperatively because mm-hmm. I'm not a big like online guy. So as long as we get a crew, and I think that's what's going to happen with the, the, the Discord group, I'm hoping we can get some people there <laughs> yeah. and get regular roles going. Yeah, I was hoping to have more time this weekend and I, I did post something in the Discord group, but it was like weird, like in the afternoon on a Sunday and, and all the dads like, were doing I chores. Have, yeah, and I, I was like, <laughs> I have a tiny window while Finn's having a nap. Like, let's let's hit something in the season. And honestly, like I ended up only having like a half hour of game time anyway, but no one could join me because everyone was like, you know, doing adult shit. And I was like, well. Gamer dad problems, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> freaked around in Fortnite for 30 minutes and then left. But uh, yeah, I really hope that I, I do have uh, a bit more time to put into this. So I'll, I'll put some pressure on Todd. Don't worry. So a quick question about this. So, you know, obviously they added the the, the Pirates of the Caribbean content, which is very cool. Um, and it's funny because they do look like Disney Infinity characters now when mm-hmm, you think about do. it, which is they like really very fun. Do. It's really cool. Um, now, there are pay elements right there are yep. some elements of pay i just don't know what those are is it just so, cosmetics, cosmetics and things like just that cosmetics yeah. just outfits and stuff okay. by the black that's, that's all okay yeah cool um, i'm really liking it as a sea of thieves fan who you know sea of thieves is very entry level you could be a kid and play it you could be a dude like me and master it right uh you could be like our friend cj who is just like the sea of thieves master at this game um it's very entry kind of like Fortnite or any any big multiplayer game basic when you when you look at it broad strokes right with a broad view but when you actually get into the systems yeah there are things that you can you could kind of break in order to uh or get a deeper understanding of to get that edge it is actually kind of similar to like how you could break ideas or systems to your advantage in the souls game or in a game like returnal you could do that here that's why i like that game so much Mm -hmm. because it really is at the end of the day all about communication if your team is communicating everybody knows their role you guys are good once someone tries to be out of out of you know lockstep everything goes to crap That said, the story missions that I've seen have done a great job of introducing what's happening in the world, introducing some new enemy types in the world. So you're not just facing uh, skellies and actually put in a deeper story. There's been a story there, but I think something that is way more accessible for everyone uh, who is just stepping into Sea of Thieves for the first time. It very much reminds me of classic world of Warcraft world mm. events. Um, so if you love wow and you love how those story missions kind of work, sea of thieves is really just taking a, it's just taking a page uh, out of, out of what world of Warcraft has done in our uh, MMOs like that, like that. So mm. I'm really, I'm really digging this up update. It's everything I wanted in That's sea awesome. of thieves. Did nice. uh, did you buy any of the cosmetic stuff? Did you buy like the the key dog oh, or anything like that? Yeah, so yeah. I'm a big stupid idiot. I bought the costumes. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, I haven't cool. I haven't got any of the pirate stuff, but I, I do. I I, sh- I was showing Todd a few of my pets, uh, including my banana keet, who is uh, one of my favorites. So cute, I think so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a dog, and he looks like my my dog Marty. So I just call him Marty, and he's my little boy, yep. my little first mate. 
pro tip, uh, Amazon uh, Prime's Twitch games, whatever we're calling it, uh, right. right now there are perks. So Sea Thieves perks are there. Go right. there, get some free stuff. Yes. Uh, it's, oh, right. No, yeah. But the, the, the Prime perks are still up. Uh, this weekend, they had a Twitch event that if you watched 20 minutes of someone playing Sea of Thieves Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you got three different items. So sadly, by the time you're listening to this, uh, yeah, I did post that in the Discord group, Todd, so you you didn't pay attention there. I snoozed and I Uh, lost. You you definitely lost on that one. Uh, It was, uh, what was it, a steering wheel, a gun, and a cup, I think, a beer beer mug thing. Uh, Stein. Yeah. Yeah. Flagon. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's yes. Yes, just a uh, Todd, I'll, I'll grab the next one and you can jump into the last two you were playing. So sure. uh, I was playing Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX. Uh, I was lucky enough to get a code for this one. Um, and this, so I've been playing this on Switch. I think it's out for everything. Uh, so PlayStation 4, PC, Xbox series consoles and and then you know ps4 or 5 uh all that kind of stuff uh but i've been playing it on switch so this this game is is beautiful to look at it's it's hand drawn just like the monster boy remake uh remake that they did a few years ago uh but you can also like that game switch on the fly you press the right trigger and it switches back to what it looked like on the master system and it's it's really cool they don't miss a beat but because you're able to switch back to this very very faithful recreation of the original game it's incredibly unforgiving so uh you you die with one hit it's very floaty controls but there's a lot of stuff that can kill you in the environment um so you have to approach this with a a different mindset so when i first started playing it i expected it to be like a platformer like super mario brothers sonic something like that and it's more like a dark souls um super meat boy kind of experience. So my, my Mm. tips, if you want to try this game, um, turn on infinite lives because realistically all it's going to do is like kick you back to the starting screen and you're never really going to progress because there's not enough lives and everything just wants to kill you. So it is incredibly frustrating, but when you turn on infinite lives, you can kind of just like super meat boy, it just kind of keeps letting you kind of retry segments or levels or whatever. Um, and it makes it a much more manageable experience. If you really want the hardcore, maybe you loved this game on master system. I don't have any nostalgia for this game. So mm-hmm. I, my approach was like, I just kind of want to see what this is about. I was also trying to do it for a review. Um, so, you know, I, I approached it like that. So my mind going in was like, I love super meat boy games. And I, I know I said earlier that I hate like dark souls or style kind of games. Cause I'm not good enough, but like I will beat my head against a wall for a super meat boy style game. And I don't know why I'm broken like that, but I am. So let's just keep going with it. Uh, basically um, I, I loved this game until I hated it essentially. Uh, so, so once, once you play it, uh, like that, like I found myself really progressing and starting to get good and starting to kind of feel my confidence go up and realizing like there's a one pixel hit point kind of thing for the enemies before you can punch them, you know, or else they'll kill you. Uh, so you start getting good at that. You start kind of learning the floaty controls and being able to pull off a couple of jumps in one or two attempts instead of, you know, 16. Um, but then I got to a part that's further on in the game that makes the, uh, the sewer 
seaweed part of Super Ninja <laughs> Turtles for the NES, it makes yeah. that look like it was a well-designed piece of a game. And mm-hmm. uh, that's that's it for me. I, I beat my head on this one little part that you – it's like pixel perfect that you have to swim through this thing, but you're also floating up. So every time you press down, oh. you can tap down and you go – and so I, I played this – with a pro controller, I played this with the NES or the Super Nintendo controller for, for the Switch uh, because I, I find that D-pad's better. Uh, I played it in handheld mode with brand new Joy-Con to make sure everything was was accurate. And uh, then I got my brother to play it. He put about a half hour into it, uh, into this one st- stupid little segment. And uh, yeah, we both basically were like, okay, I either need to stop this for my sanity or smash this Switch like <laughs> hard. So, uh, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm done there. Um, uh-huh. I would replay the game up until that point again, but I, I know that I will not put any more time into that part. So now, I mean, how much time did you put into this game? Several hours. Several hours. Yeah, a couple, I'd say a couple of hours. Easy. Yeah. So yeah. this so is I'm your, this is your bloodborne. I, I guess, yeah. This is this is something. I, I definitely, yeah. I sunk a, I sunk a few did you hours get in the music it. box from the cemetery, Mark. Yeah, did uh, you use maybe, it? <laughs> I should have, maybe that's what I should have gotten um, before. Yeah. Um, I don't. Maybe there's a trick to this part of the game, and and maybe like Todd, I should have looked up Reddit, or I'll talk to someone, or someone will listen to this and and message me and be like, "You're an idiot. Do this." Ha ha. I had a master system growing up and this is my only game. I need that person to message me. Uh, but until that happens, um, I will happily put this game away. Now there's a boss rush mode and there's a few other modes that like I will play because it's entertaining and the dialogue is really weird and it's, it's a very fun game. And like I said, I loved it till I hate it. I'm working on a full written review. So there's all the stuff that I just said and more that's going to be on the website uh, probably by the time this episode goes up. So if you want to hear more about my thoughts and see some screenshots of me dying repeatedly, go to secretfriendsunite.com and check out the review. I tell nice. you, there is like a series of, especially like, I think I bought Monster Boy on the Switch because I'm like, it's beautiful. These hand drawn yeah, visuals are wonderful. And it's funny because I liked Monster Boy until I didn't like it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like they said, we're just going to make give us a fresh coat of paint but we are not going to touch the gameplay, which to me is just seems like it's a lost opportunity because games like that, just unless you have a certain viewpoint, like I'm just going to treat this like a, a meat boy or, or something like mm-hmm. that. It just seems like there's, I don't know who the audience is for because the people that are nostalgic for it maybe can't play games the way they used to, like when they were 12 and that was the only game they had. So they were going to do everything because I have to, you know, I have nothing else to play. So I'm just going to go through this. So yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's uh, so, yeah, I think this might be for somebody, but based on what you said, Mark, I can avoid this safely. I, I remember those, those days of like, you know, DuckTales for the NES being the only game that I got for a year or whatever it was. And like, I think I told the story before, like I had this, my, my friend's like shitty cousin who would be like, yeah, you got to beat this game three times in a row without getting hit and you unlock some secret thing. And I was like, I'm going to do that. And I practiced until I could do that. And I did it and nothing happened. And I was like, I hate that guy so much. Yeah. Those kids suck. Playground rumors and secrets. and you, so that that's going to factor in later. Uh, but like it, it was one of the like, I've never seen that guy again in my life. I'd hit him with a car if I did, uh, because I still remember his dumb, stupid face telling me to be DuckTales yeah. three times. I, I've played that game in the Disney Afternoon Collection. No, 
No. I, no, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so there, there's someone that, that is, it has been waiting for this. Uh, like I waited for the Disney afternoon collection, but, um, it, yeah, it, it's hard to recommend, but as someone with no nostalgia, like I still loved it up until I didn't. Um, so mm. it's, it's a, it's a cool game. Check it out. If you, if any of that sounds appealing. I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> but if you're in for a good challenge. Yeah. Right. Challenge. Oh, it's it's going to challenge you for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, gentlemen, a game that you can all play now on Game Pass uh, is D&D Dark Alliance, um, which just makes me think that maybe Xbox Game Pass needs a seal of approval like Nintendo had no head back in the day. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, everybody's so excited about this game. It's Game Pass Day One. It's going to be there. Um, it's kind of a Diablo-like, but it's from a third-person perspective. It's apparently I didn't know much about this, but if you are a big D and D fan, these are iconic characters that have storylines and things like that. So I'm like, okay. Uh, but the interesting part about this game is you could, it's there's four characters. Uh, Driss Duarden is like the most. I say famous of these characters, a dark knight you see, or dark elf you've seen him before. He has like the white face and the dark hair, um, or black, maybe it's reverse, black face, white hair. I can't remember. Um, he's a dark elf. So, um, but he's very big in, in, in that, that genre. And it's all basically, this is one of those games where um, it's a weird mix of like campaign, it's co op up to four players, local and online, I believe. And then, but it basically has a hub and you go on missions. So it's not like it's a standard, mm-hmm. like you go progress and you keep going. Um, and it's very odd. It almost feels like it's like an anthem or something like that. Maybe like a, a, a destiny where you're doing like the missions and it zaps you back. So mm-hmm. it's very weird. Um, and the AI is either the dumbest in the world if you play at a regular level or the hardest in the level if you play at like a normal level. It's weird. It's just very odd. Like I was getting my ass kicked mm. at like um, medium difficulty. But then I went to like difficulty one. It was like they wouldn't even pay attention to me. Um, I had to like shoot arrows at them to get attention to them. So um, but as I played this game, I just felt like it was one trick pony. And after you played the first level, that was all there to be done. And basically it's, it's just rinse and repeat. It's one of those games like Anthem where you get gear, but you can't put it on until you go back to the hub after the mission. So it's like, mm. that's frustrating. Um, yeah, I mean, so it's it's a brawler. It's 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 competent in a way, but and but it was very buggy. Like I would kill an enemy, and you just see his body kind of skirt away, and like, where are you going? It was like an ice cube floating across the ground, and then eventually go into the the background. Like, where'd you go, bud? Did you steal my gear? Where's my gear? I got for beating you. It went away. It was very weird. It was very weird. Um, the voice talent was pretty decent, but I don't really know if there was going to be a cohesive story because, like I said, you play a mission and it zooms you back to this little hub place. And yeah, it 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 just not again, good from what I hear, Todd. No, no. I, I, for what I've seen, it's it's abysmal. It's pretty and, bad, and I don't use that word lightly. Like mm-hmm. um, the the classes are incredibly unbalanced, from what I've seen. Um, depending on if you're in a higher elevation than your enemies, your your abilities actually won't do damage to them. Um, glitches galore. This game, this this is wow, wow. When yeah. I when I just I just saw things with my human eyes, and I have this on Game Pass. I could ease it, which is nine ninety nine by the way, a per month. It's still a deal, and I I uninstalled it because I was like, my time's valuable, man. I could be doing so. Like, 
it's kind of like in the age of streaming. Do I really want to watch the show about you're dating, but you have a dinosaur face? No. <laughs> Sexy beast. Come on, Joe. Sexy beast. There you go. No, I want to watch stranger things, Amanda or whatever. Uh, that's what I feel here. And I see a lot of people defending this game or pretending yep. to enjoy this game simply because it is on game pass mm. and the argument of, well, you know, it's here. You can just try it. Just try it. It's like, no, that's, that's not good. That's that's not a good take. That's mm. not a good. You don't need to defend this game because it's on Game Pass or vice versa. Mm. Just avoid. Especially with a yeah. service like Game Pass that offers over a hundred high quality games that are different than this one to the low Absolutely. low price of nine ninety nine a month. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it is a conundrum because you then you'd say, well, they, this has been hyped up. It's a day one, but then ultimately, I've got to say this: Xbox. You lose games, they come in. Maybe it'll be a little bit more pickier about what you put on the service then. Just putting something on there because it's new seems to be a fool's errand. And they could put those funds that they paid to get that game on there on something better, is, well, is, my, is my thought. Um, it seems like they wanted to put that on there so they, they can prove that they, the engagement for a game is there wet if it's on Game Pass. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very easy thing to do. No offense to any of these games, because there's a lot of games I've played because of Game Pass, that because these games are are new experiences or whatever have you, like um, MLB The Show was a PlayStation exclusive. Mm -hmm. Now it's on Xbox. The one before that, and why can't I remember it? Started with a D. Oh, my God. Square Enix game. Like, those are those are not one and dones, but they're games that are relatively high risk because they're new RIP or IP that's unproven on a platform. Mm -hmm. So you could say, Hey, listen, I'll pay you 10, 20 million bucks, get this thing day and day on the service. We'll show to we'll prove to you that you'll have people on your game in these servers. And that's what it seems like they're doing. And I think this is the one dud that they've had Mm -hmm. um, in terms of games on that service, because it is not good. No, and this kind of was like. uh, Do do you guys think this was a a calculated move by by both the the developer and by Xbox uh, of saying, you know, basically, you know, we're we're going to get D and D fans. Game development is tough, but there has to be a point where you're working on a game, you have to release it, and you kind of know it's like a turd. But it's like you know, you can polish a turd all you want, but it's still going to be a turd. So like. You, you have to come up with a game plan. So was their game plan to partner with Xbox and say, look, you know, this is going to get hopefully this many hardcore Dungeons and Dragon fans signing up for Game Pass for a month, trying out the service. It's going to bring people to your platform. Uh, we know this is going to only e- equal to this many sales, most likely because the game sucks. Um you know, can, can we make a deal that way? Like, is there DLC? Maybe they cut a deal that way or something like that with, with Xbox. No, I think or, they, uh, they 100% uh, knew no. this game was a piece of crap. Right. Yep. So, I, I you know, like, you got to There's wonder. no way you look just, at this going, oh, my God, yeah, this is great. This is definitely them going, okay, we know that this is a solid four at IGN. <laughs> so we're going to take this deal because we know – these reviews will nuke this game, nuke the sales. This mm-hmm. game is going to be a failure. I think Wizards of the Coast knew it. I think whoever was uh, developing this game knew it. And Xbox wanted something out there, a cheap get in the wake of, 
what would be ratchet or a just incentive of this whole thing called game pass that we've been selling um you know right off the heels of the xbox bethesda showcase so it was just a nice little like um a gift bag you could even consider of like look at you have something immediate to look forward to something in the medium future in july to look forward to mm-hmm. the ascent yeah something august to look forward to which is psychonauts and halo in september let's let's be real that's what's yeah i think so, that like, was their play they wanted something yeah. new uh every month they wanted to have like inconsistent releases of why you come to game pass now the funny part is um if they paid i don't know how much they would have had to pay more they could have got crimson nexus Joe, a game yeah. you played, which arguably I would say is probably better quality. Just as, it's buyer buyer beware though in regards to like do you like anime? Do you like those things? But probably at Absolutely. least it's competent and would have been much more successful. Um, and it's funny the best game on Game Pass this year so far was developed by Sony. Yeah. So that's that's an interesting thing. And that's Xbox's play right now. They know they just do not have the games ready that from their first parties yet uh, to so, do that. So they yeah. basically buy, put their money where the mouth is. They've got more money than Jesus. Um, and then they can just put these releases and it works out. And those games will only be around for a while. You know, they'll be, you know, six months and then they'll come to PlayStation or whatever or a year they'll leave. And so it's it becomes a calculated game of we just want as many people on our service. That's why it's a dollar a month for the first three months. These are all things to get people on and it gives them something to play. And I will say this, though, with the Xbox. Series S, my hard drive space is more value than my time or my money these days because holy cow, uh, that's the problem right now. You don't have enough hard drive space to store everything because Series S and Series X are still pretty limited. Even you can only max out yeah. uh, two terabytes right now on the Xbox Series X. With wow, S- yeah, that's that's the max you can do mm-hmm. um, until they create bigger cards or something like that. And that was my question actually. Quick pulse. Uh, this is off topic, but do you guys think they have a solution? to support more than one card eventually like a hub or something no i think we're just gonna see no. cards oh so it's gonna be like the vita life where i have to what game is on which card and i gotta swap around oh i hate that i hate that i hate that oh, that's well. why i haven't bought uh, i haven't uh, made an expansion purchase yet I, I i've i've just been deleting games and my internet speed's pretty great so i can very yeah. quickly you know delete and and, and mark you're doing it wrong games get a bertha uh, hard drive and just transfer <laughs> It just yeah, transfers. It's I, so much I, faster. I that. Yeah, uh, but you know, for for me, this this solution works, and uh, yeah. I I usually kind of know what I'm I'm going to be wanting to play, uh, you know, or whatever. So I, I can always, you know, eat up a half hour even for the biggest game to download or whatever. But um, that that's one of the reasons because I'm expecting bigger hard drives and they're going to be more expensive, but I'm also hoping the price comes down a bit, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll see year two, year three, whatever. Um, But for, for right now, this just deleting stuff works for me. You know, I'll fill up like 85%, 90% of my hard drive. And I'll be like, "Ah, I haven't played this game in three months. So see ya. Bye-bye. I was looking at my series S. You can only fit gears, halo, and one other game on a series S. Mercy. That's it. Three oh games. So as bad as people oh complain about the PlayStation, I'm like, they should have put a terabyte in the Series S because I'm like, at that point, I'm like, uh, so my yeah. I use my, uh, S- I have an SSD USB where it literally takes like 15 seconds to transfer a 10 gig game. 
So that's why I'm saying get a big hard drive, do that. It's so much faster and it's really nice because it tells you what's where it's, it's really nice. So do that. Um, Lastly though, I played Yakuza like a dragon because it was free on game pass. And this is actually a much better game uh, for what they launched, Uh, but it's obviously six months old, Uh, not a new release, but it's still beloved. And I thought I would give this a try. I've now played Yakuza zero. I've played judgment and now I've played Yakuza like a dragon, not beat played. I would say I returned all three. Um, (laughs) None of them are for me because it does the immortal sin of a lot of JRPGs. You do a lot more of sitting and watching than actually playing, Um, Mm -hmm. which to me was frustrating because I was enjoying playing. Um, But it was like I played, I I probably had two battles in the first four hours. And to me, that is just like ridiculous. It's like, like, why am I playing? This is a game. I'm supposed to. Absolutely. Yeah. It's about the relationship. Like tell storytelling along the way as you're playing battles, a game like a last of us uncharted other games, they put so much story in as you're experiencing the game versus stop and watch a movie, stop and Mm -hmm. do that. And it's like, Oh, absolutely. So it's very frustrating because I think there's a great game to play there. And I was actually enjoying the combat. I don't like turn-based strategy, turn-based JRPGs, but the way they did it, it was so much fun. And I thought this is really solid, but I don't want to play 80 hours of a game that really only needs to be 20 hours. I want a South yeah. Park stick of truth JRPG because those games, they are, they stick to the story. You auto level essentially to get through it. And this game just like, Oh my God, I know you're having fun with it, but it's just not for me. So I, and I, when people tell me, Oh yeah, and it gets to one point in the game where like you're 40 hours and you're thinking you're going to be done. The level cap increases like, so much that you're then uh, basically grinding for another 20 hours before you can even progress the story. Mercy. I think we're, we yeah, can move good. on from this. Yeah. 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 Enough, yeah. Enough I mean, me. a lot of people love it, but I just have to, to your point, Joe, I've got too much other games to play to just be weighed down by one that I kind of like, and I have mm-hmm. to get through. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 100%. Well, man, I ended up the, the, this on a downer note, guys. Man, oh, man. <laughs> I'm still playing Ratchet and Clank. I love that game. All I can say is I just want more. And I, my mo- biggest fear in that game is I'm going to beat the game before I get all the weapons. But that's my biggest complaint. Uh, I'm the, still playing this Fortnite. Your first platinum. Yeah, there we go. Platinum that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, um, I'm still playing Fortnite. Joe mentioned it. And uh, Loki is coming to Fortnite as the uh, the Fortnite Dude, crew. That's right. He, it, I love the design. It's it's like based off of the Avengers, like the first Avengers kind of Loki with like the giant spikes, and he's got the uh, the the pointy stick of of mind control doom. Um, he looks he looks awesome. I can't wait. Okay, well, that was an expanded version of what we've been playing, but it's <laughs> good to catch up. We only do this every two weeks, so we play a lot. We want to talk about these games and experiences. Sure. Well, gentlemen, it's time to talk some news very quickly. There's some news bites before we get into the topic of the show. So, Mark, take it away. I am so excited. And really, this is going to be a very short one. We had a, a Smash Direct today, a little showing off the new character. And uh, we've got Dante, a few other. The, the, these are just me fighter characters, so it's not like the best ever. But like we've got um, like the, the Skyrim guy, uh, Dante from Devil May Cry. King. Dovahkiin, sorry, sorry, Dovahkiin, yes. Uh, But shit, yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm tired, Joe. I know you are too, too. I get it. it. But you're you're brighter than I am. Uh, But uh, the the one I'm excited about 
the one I've been waiting, I've been wanting this character in Smash. Kind kind of sad it's just a me fighter costume, but you know what? I'll accept it. Shante, Smash Brothers. That's it. Let's move on to the next story. You whip but, your hair back and just, forth. You whip your hair we'll back talk. and forth. Real talk. What a disrespect for all these characters. Don't give us anything. True. Disrespect is like this. We got one last chance. Yeah. One last chance to put Master Chief in Smash. He got some dude from Tekken. Who's played Tekken? Not me, not anyone here. Well, what is this? This What's going on here? This guy. Knock it off, Nintendo. Do what's right. So many of the Fighter Pass characters have have been, in, in my opinion, like they've been neat little novelties but like there's none that i've seen for a while that have been like like probably since banjo kazooie that i've been like yes that person like that character like deserved to be in smash like there's so many that it's like oh cool yeah i I kind of vaguely remember that game from the 90s or like yeah okay that was a thing at one point like Mm -hmm. there's so many of them that have just been like Ugh, where's where's Chief? Dutch. Where's Kratos? Where's friggin' mm-hmm. Fortnite guy? Like, just put someone like Fortnite <sighs> guy would make sense. I don't know. Yeah. I get it. Let's get know. to the next story. I'm yep. sorry. I yep. we're all depressed. I get it. Yep. Fushra da Smash Bros. There we go. <laughs> next story. Uh, we have Microsoft has today just basically finally released the streaming cloud streaming uh, service available now for uh, PCs and um, also iOS devices. It was already on Android. Um, so it's there now. And they were saying they were going to upgrade to Series X hardware in their servers, and they finally have done it. Uh, so this is a big move. It's now ev- available everywhere. Um I think maybe yep. it's not everywhere yep. yet. It's, it's not a TV it's, jet. It's, it's, no, it's, it's going to be everywhere for, for now. Yes. Yeah. They're expanding the TVs yes. and more, more devices like that. But uh, this is basically anything with a browser. So it's running Safari. It's, um, you know, iPad, iOS. So, like I've been in on the beta for iOS for a while, but like, it's awesome. It's just on every single device. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. It works. Um, and today, gentlemen, I played it just to check out, to see if the series X servers, were really uh, noticeable. I tried Destiny 2 and I played Gears. I honestly did not see a difference. Oh, <laughs> I, no, I don't like, know. Like loading time or anything? There's no... I, I, I have I hardwired for it. I have a one terabyte connection, a one gig connection, sorry. Um, so, and I'm doing it on my PC. So it doesn't have to worry about Wi-Fi or anything like that. And yeah, Destiny felt like I was playing at sub 30 uh, frames per second. Um, so I was sub impressed i guess you'd say because i'm like oh i want this to be good because destiny does 60 frames per second on series x um gears was fine did the load times didn't feel that much more snappier because that was going to be a big thing so mm. maybe it's there not everything is converted there's no easy way to see ask, yeah yeah there's no really easy way to see on any of the app streaming that says like um optimized for series s and x but I know Gears is, and I know Destiny is. So that's the right. problem. So I, I don't think this, and maybe we're jumping to conclusions because I'm not sure if Microsoft's actually even confirmed that this is everywhere for everything because they don't do servers all at once. They have servers farms across the United States and world. Yeah. So maybe it's not there yet. So maybe we all jump to conclusion. It's just not there yet. But from my experience, I was not impressed. It felt like I was playing it previously. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's not, it, this ain't it yet. Uh, and I know I'll come off as a big Sony pony here, but 
Um, I, I have an iPhone because I am a normal person and I respect myself. <laughs> and the xCloud or now, you know, Xbox Cloud Gaming Service. Awful name. Just stick to xCloud, please. But um, on, on Safari is bad. Lags bad. Um, it's it's very clunky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't tried the latest update yet truth be told but i played it a few weeks back and i was just this it's it's still not here yet not to say that i'll never be here it will be here uh in in five years not not right now yeah um so yeah i I walked away unimpressed and that kind of sucks because honestly i feel like the cloud talk I, i was talking to my friend ains and he said it perfectly Xbox is always kind of too transparent and they talk too, too early hmm. about things and they bring things out too early. Um, it, they, it, it's a little rough around the edges and that's the perfect analogy here for X, Xbox cloud gaming as yeah, you can play it on your PC iOS. Um, but man, oh man, it doesn't play that great. Now at the end of the day, what they're targeting is people that are either super casual or low income um, folks. But even then I'm like, if you're already low income, you don't have great internet. I don't see how this is actually viable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, some people have been like, look, look at this is near playing on my phone. But like I have gigabit at my house in my house, this games play like crap. So I don't know what internet these people have probably not american internet you know that for sure <laughs> so yeah i'm i i'm unimpressed with what they showed honestly i mean this is this is honestly i think this is the gateway to uh countries that xbox is not important it, this is basically Absolutely. like this is japan this is how they get there yeah. i mean they they were saying i was watching a spawn cast and he was like saying oh big spike for xbox they're now they sold 3400 xboxes and now they're at like 15,000 Xboxes compared to almost a million of PS5s. Yeah. I'm like, that's not how they're going to win there. People don't want a box. In Japan, it's a mobile no. culture. That's why Switch mm-hmm. sells more than anything else because they want something they take everywhere. Japan, a country like Korea, those countries, this works for maybe China because... It's you- a really easy thing for shareholders <laughs> and for for you know your audience to get excited about when you talk in percentages. Like, mm-hmm. we grew by 300%. But like, yeah, I checked, I checked some of the charts. I'm like, like I'll check right here right now. Like I go to VG charts and this is a, because Xbox has not release of their numbers. Um, so I, we have to do the digging for them. Um, but in Japan, in Japan, again, good on you. You've done well, not saying it's, this is, this is good for you. You sold 2000 Xbox series consoles compared to the 20,000 that PlayStation 5 has sold compared to the 80,000 that Switch has sold in this week, Mercy. right? Um, so, yeah, and, like, you take a look at those numbers and, like, you you know, UK, PlayStation 5 is at 77, Series 31. So it's just, like, we get percentages are impressive, but when we get to the brass tax console market in Japan and South Korea are shrinking. The the markets that you want to hit are PCs um, and you want to hit mainland China with PC connectability and mobile with, with the Korean and Japanese markets. And that's how you should be doing it with xCloud. So maybe it works way better in Japan, but 
even then I'm, I'm just skeptical. Yeah. I tried playing destiny two when I had my friend and Logan were over at the house. Um, they were using, um, uh, they brought a series X over Logan playing a series S and I was playing on PC streaming. Cause that's the only way you could play crossplay yet. Cause there's no destiny two on game pass on PC. Come on, bring that over. Yeah. There's no crossplay yet. That's coming. Um, and it, I was practically purposeless. I was this basically there to stay alive if I could. Um, it's just not for Twitch gaming. Now, I would say there's probably a case for games that are more like turn-based or puzzle games or something like Absolutely. that. But in regards to anything that requires any type of uh, quick, quick response, it's just not there yet. Now, one thing I do think is maybe a factor in all this, upload mm-hmm. uh, is important with gaming because that's your response back to the servers of what you're doing. Most people's upload speed is horrible. I have one gig down, 50 megabytes up. It's horrible. So that might be part of it too. But most people, I would say, are in the same boat where it's not asynchronous, where it's the same up and same down. Uh, Fiber, I think, is the only way you can really do that. Uh, or maybe DSL, asynchronous DSL. Most cable internet is just not great for that. So that's my other thought on it. So, But regardless, I think this is a f- first volley there. And Joe, I think you're right. They are getting, tr- I think what they try to do is scare Stadia away. <laughs> Because in a lot of ways, because Stadia's tried doing this, and at this point, we've not heard Stadia in their upgrade path. When they launched two years ago, they said, hey, we're faster than Xbox One X. Well, now we got Series yeah. X blades, and we have no clue what Stadia's doing. And I just don't expect Stadia's going to keep revving up their tech in those servers. That, no, I think yeah. Stadia's done. Yeah, that's that. That's basically what I was I wanted to chime in with, was this, I don't. I don't think Xbox sees this as, a selling point right now. I think it's a nice bonus for those of us who want to test out streaming, gaming, and that kind of stuff. You know, we're already in Game Pass Ultimate. This is just another nice little feather in the cap that we're not really going to use much yet. Like Joe said, I think it's got about five years. Um, but it's also showing Stadia like you're not the only player in this game right now and we're going to keep pushing it because we also have the physical hardware to back it up Uh, i've been saying all along i think stadia is like five to ten years ahead of itself it still needs some sort of physical box media something that you can download and have because internet speeds just aren't there so it's it's Mm a you know i think this is an a long game from xbox and uh you know i i think right now it's it's like i said kind of almost a fun tech demo it, it yeah. truly is, yeah. I mean, but this is and, and this is Xbox's future. Regardless, I want to say they don't want just eighty million boxes; they want eight hundred million users. The only way they're going to do that is through cloud. So, as much people say, it's the buddy access. At the at the boxes will be the niche piece, and the cloud will be the main part of their business ongoing because that's where they're all about services. That's how they make. 80 times the amount of money they make off versus just the subscription services, which I'm thinking that's why I'm so determined that they are going to announce a cloud subscription service entry point, five bucks a month. Hmm. Yep. Because they can get so many more users and then they get people buying stuff, skins and things like that. It just creates more revenue. So I think the box, especially when you don't make any money in the box, you actually lose money in the box. The investors are like, why are we doing this? We can be on the cloud and take a start. Because you guys heard about um, Kim Swift. They hired her. She is in charge of yeah. their cloud gaming. So basically, they're going to make games that are made for the cloud. And that's where it could yeah. be a game changer as well. The and DVD she's going to be helping Kojima's Xbox project, right? So Rumored, like- Joe. It's happening. Which so, like, leads if- us into the next store. Oh. 
uh, actually our topic, which is about rumors, and okay. which led us to Joe's rumor with Kim Swift and Kojima, but led us actually into a really cool story with Joe being on of a potential rumored expandalone. What did you call it, Mark? Yeah, I think it was expandalone. <laughs> yeah. So, Joe, you want to tell us about this rumor? Sure, sure. So this is a little rumor, a little ditty for you. Um, and I got this one uh, from screen by Brianna Reeves. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, standalone expansion, Ghosts of Ica. Uh, sorry, I'm going to mispronounce his name, and I apologize to all my Japanese listeners out here. Uh, Ikushima domain registered after Ghost of Tsushima DLC rumors. So, um, industry insider Shabelle uh, Nick sparked talks of an alleged standalone expansion just a few days ago, claiming to have heard a word that Sony and Sucker Punch plan to launch an experience sometime in the later 20. 20- 21 at the same exact time internet sleuths have found out that ghost of ikashima um that domain that web domain is taken by sony so this is this is now this is not just a rumor anymore this is this seems like it's happening hmm. seems like all all signs are pointing that this is a thing that exists um this I was going to save this for the trophy room, boys, but I'll give this to you for free. This screams to me that we are not getting Horizon Forbidden West this year. Mm. That hurts me. That pains me because Horizon is an amazing game. And that 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 gameplay showcase was stunning. Yeah. That being said, though, I don't know if you played this game, Mark, but Ghost of Tsushima is honestly a perfect game like this is the more i think about it the higher this thing jumps from my top 10 to my top three games just ever made like it takes the good parts of of breath of the wild Mm -hmm. that exploration like you constantly having that main path but you deviating because you found a fox you want to pet or a bird that's going to lead you to a gosh dang haiku or jumping into a spa and you see a nice juicy butt uh (laughs) it's it's an amazing game and so to know that we get more of that rumored to be on PlayStation 5 and PS4 and on top of that Sucker Punch has worked on you know these these experiences with Infamous Festival of Blood mm-hmm. so i'm super jazzed at the prospect of playing Ghost of Tsushima cuz i'm going to be honest i platinum that game i even played it on new game plus i'm like okay i'm out i'm tapped sony i'm done but i want an experience i, w- I want to experience that 60 fps um, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge, even look at, look at that collector's edition, nice. that's Gostin collector's edition cool. right behind me. So I'm infatuated with this game. I'm so pumped, but I don't know what you guys think. Maybe does this scream horizon gets delayed till February? Does this, does, do you see this actually happening? I want to, I want you got, you know, Mark, you, you seem like you're, you're, you're intrigued by the prospect. I don't know. I I watched my brother play uh, Ghost of Tsushima for uh, a while, like a few hours, and was super impressed with what I saw. I have not played it myself, but absolutely loved just just sitting back and watching him play through this. And like you said, uh, he's he's following one path, and then he sees something off. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go check those trees, or I'm going to go check this, or I'll, uh, look at those guys. I'm going to go 
slice them in, in pieces. And uh, it, it's beautiful. I, I, it's, it's on my list of games that I need to, to fire up my PlayStation for. And uh, an expansion of that is, is fantastic. It, it, is there room for this and Horizon? I think Here's you're on something. If it is, if, if there is room for this, let's then break it down mm-hmm. for the first year of the PlayStation 5 that everybody's like, oh, is this, this console worth it? You've got a Miles Morales. And again, some of these games you can also play on PS4. I get it. But like you got the standouts that is Miles Morales, Sackboy, uh, Ashes Play Playroom, which is stellar, and I put that as standalone. You've gotten Demon Souls, you've gotten Returnal, you've gotten Ratchet and Clank. If you get Horizon here, that's a bonus. If you get Ghost of Ikashima in here, that's a bonus. Like you've gotten, they literally gave you seven games, mm-hmm. and then like plus you could even throw in that Final Fantasy VII uh, Integrate. Like, th- look at this. No, eight, nine games. I don't even know how many fingers I'm holding up anymore. Almost all the fingers. We're eating here at PlayStation Nation. We may not have Game Pass. It may not be as crazy as the deals and steals you get over at Game Pass, but damn, am I, am I having a blast with this console? Mm-hmm. It's like, if it's true, but are they? I don't know. Well, <laughs> Sony's, Sony's delivering what they did on PS4. They they launched a steady stream of games that you can only play on PlayStation um at this year and they're they're banging it xbox is not releasing games they've created they're buying a lot of games and putting games out there so the only game you're getting from xbox this year that is made completely by one of their own studios you are getting psychonauts but that was essentially developed before they actually came to the the console is you're getting halo yeah i mean that's almost the first full year and no real first party game so Mm -hmm. that's that's experience so it's not about exclusives to ps5 it's just games you can only play on a system and that's pretty impressive and for me this is is and i remember i think sean laden or someone else talked about this is games are getting too expensive and they're taking too long to make Mm -hmm. so the fact is you can make smaller experiences that are top notch and get them out more regularly and give people a full meal like miles morales to me was a full meal um is exciting to me because i don't want to just wait I mean, if you're a Halo fan, you've waited six years to get a Halo game. I mean, these long these long windows, it's like, I, I want to play more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm excited for this. And especially they've had success with these smaller bite-sized experiences. You have, you've made a great point there as well. Like, the more I take a look at, like, a 30-hour experience is my limit. Like, mm-hmm. I, this, I, once we get to the 40-hour, 40, 40 I'm like, oh, cool. I think I'm fucking all, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this anymore. Um, like, I'm taking a look at Scarlet Nexus, and they're like, yeah, this is like a 50-hour game. I'm like, do I have 50 hours of this game in me? Mm-hmm. No, but I do. I, I can have a, I, I can have a good dozen-hour experience. Like, Ratchet and Clank is a 15-hour experience for Perfect. me. Beat it. Loved it. Every second of it. If I could have that type of quality in, in that window, I'm having a blast. I think we're taking a look at a lot of devs looking at how many people have actually, like, Battlefield Five, great example. You take a look at that trophy list. Only 30% of all players beat the first level in that game. Goes to show you that people, some people, when it comes to certain games, aren't interested. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're looking at the completion, completion rate for Ghost. And uh, I think for Ghost and and Spider-Man, it was the highest completion rate they've ever seen in a game mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in their in their lineup. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. We see a lot of PlayStation Studios. Insomniac is definitely one of them. You, they, they put out three games this year. Like, 
I'm counting that remaster. You gave us a good remaster of your PlayStation 4 game. You gave us a standalone, call it DLC, sure, but a standalone game that is Miles Morales. You gave us Ratchet and Clank, and we still know that there's another team. So, like, they're working on so much. Same with Sucker Punch, a small team, but dedicated. Have an engine, have the assets. All they have to do is put those things in place. Um, So, like, even Santa Monica has at least two teams. The Gorilla has multiple teams. I think it's two. So, like, you're seeing that. Yeah, they have 16 studios, but they have multiple teams at each one. So, I think... The thing that Jim Ryan said is you're going to see the most games you've ever put out here mm-hmm. uh, in this generation. That's awesome to look forward to for sure. Absolutely. So we're That's so been my TED talk. <laughs> so the topic is of the show is rumors, love them or hate them, yeah. and best mm-hmm. and worst of all time. But for this first rumor that we just discussed, uh, give it your BS meter. Ten is this is never coming out. This is ridiculous. Who made this? Uh, zero is. Uh, a duh, yes, coming out next week or whatever. It's reality check. So, uh, uh, Mark, what's your, what's your reality check on this rumor? Oh, I think this is this is like a one or a two. Like th- it's just a matter of when. I mean, the the there's so much evidence. You know, there there are rumors, and then there's like fact checked rumors, and I feel like this is pretty low on the scale. Like this this seems to me like it's happening. It's just a matter of when. Likewise. Yeah, no, I think this is definitely real, dude. Yeah. I think this is 100%. Like, I I even think this was supposed to be one of the best surprises out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, out of the rumored showcase that may or may not happen in a week or two. Um, that's it. Yeah. That, that's like the other part of this rumor, right? Is like, is yeah. it PlayStation, was it PlayStation Showcase or whatever I think they're calling it? Yeah. Uh, PlayStation event coming up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, the rumored they have all. We could just call it a state of play, though. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. So I mean, like that. Yeah, that should be happening soon. You'd think they kind of skipped E three, for the most part. You know, like so something's got to happen at some point. So uh, yeah, there's so many things that are lining up. Yeah, and what? Because I know you're more of an Xbox guy. Where do you see if this rumored event? comes to fruition mm-hmm. do you think sony is it is it back against a like they're backed into a corner here with the game pass stuff that we've seen out of xboxes this showcase do you think they need to show like hey we have our equivalent not as good but we have something mm-hmm. at the showcase no. like do you think they actually even come at at a point of strength you think i i honestly i i think they're feeling good right now i don't i don't think they need to have some like I don't think they need to rush out a Game Pass competitor. Hey there, puppers. It's a pop. Hey, audience, we see a pop. Oh, it's a good boy. Hello. I just got a little So I love him. I'll die for that dog. And uh, we are not streaming, so I can edit all this to, to hell. That's so fair. wasn't sure if you guys were doing that or not, but by all means. Yeah, we, we kind of kept talking. Yeah, we're so having we can, a nice little uh, chat. Yeah. yeah, we can. We'll. we'll but yeah, I, I, I think they're in a good position. I, you know, we, we often like romanticize like the console war, but I think both people are doing really good and both companies have made this money they ever have. Mm-hmm. So when we're like, it's already back in a quarter, I think they have to show something of what 
their plans for a Game Pass alternative. I don't is, know if they but, do, man. I yeah. I really don't know. Like I I think they can honestly they can just say like here are our games. They're full price. You know what? They're higher than full price. They're they're new full yeah. price, and you're gonna buy them because we don't need a Game Pass because we actually have games. And mm. you know, be being the Xbox on the show, like I'm okay saying that because. They're, they're two very different experiences. And I can imagine myself eventually getting a PS5. I'm broke AF right now, so it's not going to happen immediately. I made a calculated yeah. decision to go Xbox first this round. But, um, you know, that's that's just a thing. But, like, I, there's, yeah. I, I have nothing against a PlayStation five, my PlayStation four is still, uh, attached to my TV. Like it's, 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 you know, it's just one of those things that most of my time spent is, is spent playing online games, whether it's, you know, new like sea of thieves or, um, yeah. or Fortnite. and f- my Fortnite experience is best. And I, I like the controller on Xbox better, to be honest. I don't like the, the, mm-hmm. um, inline sticks. It's a, it's just a personal preference, okay. but, um, you know, it, it will will Sony releasing a Game Pass competitor tempt me to get a PlayStation faster? No. What's going to tempt mm. me is games like Another Ghosts or you know right. Ratchet and Clank or or whatever. Like that's what's going to tempt me to get PlayStation. It's it's not going to be you know PlayStation Now Super Plus Plus that, that, yeah. <laughs> you know with with streaming or something. Like I just it's it's just not it's not in the equation for me. I got you. It's PlayStation All Play, by the way, gentlemen. There you go. That's oh. what it's called. You know, it's, it's yeah. just that that is not that that's not pushing me to get a PlayStation faster than I I want to. Mm. It's it's the experiences on PlayStation that I want. Interesting right? take. Yeah, interesting take. It, it is interesting though when you compare the two, um, Nintendo and Sony, who sell their games as a premium experience. It's why you buy their box and all these things. Nintendo's getting no heat whatsoever on why don't you do this. No. Sony's getting all the heat in the world, yeah. and yet Sony is the most. I would say, sorry, right, the most successful video game company right now in the oh, world. Yeah. I mean, they're making dollars over. I mean, that's just, well, Nintendo's still kicking Nint- ass. Nintendo's right? kicking they can in make a game absolutely. But yeah. if you look what Sony, yeah. if you look at ultimately, I think Sony's been the game less ten less years. Sony yeah, has sold. Look how many boxes they sold in that short period versus them. Look how I mean they they've never sold less than eighty million of a home console. Yeah. Nintendo has I mean, not sold many 80 million consoles except for handheld. Yeah. So in the amount of software, they've sold more software on the PS4 than any other system ever. So, and they're making dollars. I mean, over, I mean, all the and things, honestly, yeah. that's a, such a great point because I think PlayStation really is playing with the idea of how Nintendo are we? Mm. How Nintendo are we? If we just <laughs> focus on these experiences that we know we're, we're getting good at this, we're at our peak, it doesn't seem like the talent is 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 straying away from us. Um, if we could keep this momentum, which it looks like you can, uh, how do do we even need a service? Because like, yeah, we don't ask that of Nintendo. Where's our Nintendo? Ooh, I'm sorry if you heard that. Um, this is, people love the drag race on this gosh dang street. That's fine. But like, you know, we, where's our Nintendo Mario? I don't know. Like, does it exist? It's not there. You'll go out there. Nintendo expects you to go out there, buy their Mario Golf game. It have less features than the handheld version. And you'd be okay with it. Mm -hmm. And them selling millions of copies of it. And we don't ask them of that because we've put them in this column of, 
well, they're just Nintendo. It's like, no, that's BS. I'm just a simple game maker. I don't know these things, like the Caveman exactly. Lord defense, which is just silly because they've been in this game longer than anybody else. They're shrewd. They sue everybody else. They're 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 not a kind grandpa. They're they're basically we want all your money. We're gonna make you pay every for every game, and we're gonna milk out uh, updates and things that make you happy. Like, what is it? Three years later, Mario Party finally adds online. Yeah. And then there's a new one this holiday. Uh, new, that's not an expansion. My brother was so sour about that one. Yeah. But, but regardless, yeah. it just it is it regardless. is funny how everybody's perceptions about what the value is and why somebody should do something versus they shouldn't. It's just it's just a weird mix. So uh, I want to gauge from you guys, same kind of question as before, scale from, from zero to ten, likelihood of PlayStation releasing a service before the end of the calendar year. Joe. Ten. Ten, not likely at all. Oh, sorry. It's ten, I thought yeah. ten is absolutely no. Ten no, is horseshit. Yeah, one. Happening. Okay, well, Todd. Uh, no, I, I think they are going to just increase value of PS Plus. So okay. I would say it's a it's a ten. I honestly, I think that they are going to. It's either going to be though that cringe service that's also adding the video stuff into it mm. that I don't care about. None of us do. Um, or it's it's going to be them either a total overhaul or repackage of PS now mm. or a merger between the, the services of PS plus and PlayStation now, because there is a huge emphasis on plus and there is not definite emphasis on now right now. Yeah. Right. I'll, and, I'll and give you can this. Get the, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you can get the service, two services together for 120 bucks a year. So right. yeah. it's actually cheaper than game pass ultimate, but still it's not the same value. Yeah. <laughs> and at the same exact time, we're seeing PlayStation studios, amp up for multiplayer games or hearing rumors of purchasing multiplayer focused development studios for like fighters like arc system works mm -hmm. they're working towards a service 100 yeah. and mark what's your uh what's your value on that you know, I'm, I'm gonna lean a little bit more like a little higher on the scale i'm saying around a seven uh maybe maybe not complete bullshit but uh is this out before the end of the calendar year I'm is pushing me above the middle of the scale, but I'd say within the next full year, uh, I'd say we'll, we'll start to hear about something for sure. So it, it depends on how you ask the question, but uh, I think right now I'm going to scale it around a six or a seven. But if you, the, the longer you add time to that, the, the less, you know, bullshitty it gets. And I think the more, um, but, but I still stick to it. I, I don't think PlayStation's feeling pressure right now. I just don't think they have a reason to rush this out. Similar to Switch Pro. Which takes us into our next rumor. Switch Pro, I don't know the earliest, how early we started hearing about a Switch Pro. I think it was probably a couple of years after the Switch launch because it doesn't mm -hmm. do 4K, all these things, limited performance, blah, blah, blah. Not a great screen. It limits a lot of things. So, um, But we are hearing more and more rumors, specific chipsets. NVIDIA apparently is going to have to stop making the chipset they made for Switch because they're moving on to different technology because it was an age tech to begin with. Uh, the Tegra X1, I think, and it was even a version of that, which is now that tech is seven years old. So it's, you know, people think it's got to happen just because switch needs to keep making switches and they need to make it with something. So um, at this point, there's rumors of what the switch will be. We've seen lots of copyrights and things like that. So gentlemen, um, what's your gauge on the switch pro? Is that a real rumor? Is Nintendo just going to keep Nintendoing because now they can just sell it. They could even gimp features of the switch and probably still sell more like they did with the switch light. <laughs> oh man. This is 
I I don't know anymore what Nintendo <laughs> is doing. I'm going to be honest. I I I'll take a back seat so Mark you can see this first. Sure. Yeah. I, the, the Switch Pro rumors remind me of the Switch rumors. To be honest, when Switch it was we were first getting little bits. It was it was going to be a, a handheld or maybe it was going to be a console. Maybe it was going to be both. And, and we were chatting before we started recording about like remember the Switch rumors of we had that oval design with the thumbstick sticking right out of the screen and it was you know like debunked fairly quickly, but not quickly enough for it to not cycle through all the news sites. It's like, is this the switch? Uh, or whatever, you know, it was rumored to be called at that point. Cause it wasn't the switch. It was the, like people NX, 3d printing stuff by yeah. fake oh, and they yeah, did like fake 100%. renders. Yeah. There, yeah. It, was, it was ridiculous. So, and the switch pro kind of reminds me of that, which, you know, it's, it's been rumored for years. What is it? How powerful is it? What kind of chips is it? Is it gonna, is it just going to be a dock that we can plug our current switches in and it has a graphics uh, chip in the dock that's going to upscale things. And it's, uh, you know, at, at this point, I honestly believe that Nintendo could drop something at any point. Uh, but I think, I think they kind of, most likely I would say Nintendo has, if not built this thing already, they have a very clear determination of what's inside it because Nintendo likes to use older tech. To your to your point, it's a seven or eight year old chip, uh, six or seven year old GPU, I think in the Switch right now. Um, so this is gonna be based on a couple of year old tech most likely to keep the price down. But um, my, my thoughts are Nintendo's still selling the Switch like crazy. And they're basically going to wait for a lull. The second they see, you know, like the sales chart, instead of rising up, the second they see a little bit of drop, they're going to be like, pro, let's go. And it doesn't matter if it's a month from now or a year from now, they've got it ready to go. So if, if this is, I could see this happening like March timeframe where they just say like, you know what? Okay. We're starting to see a sales dip. We don't have a pandemic plus animal crossing to boost the sales up again. Let's release the pro. Like I, I could see that happening, but I think like this is happening. I just don't know when it's happening. Yeah, I could see this happen. Like I could see this as next week. It's it's here. <laughs> I'm not messing with you guys. I'm thinking, no, like, it's believable. Boom, because it's Nintendo. And but and then check your tweets tomorrow. Yeah, check them. Uh, and then at the same exact time, Nintendo could drop it January 2020 or instead of 2020. Two and release it in March, mm-hmm. and people go crazy for it like last time. Or you could wait until you have Legend of Zelda in the year after. It's just from what I understand, developers can't do, can't work with the Switch anymore. Yeah. They can't scale these games anymore. Yep. So Nintendo, it, it's not really much of a. Well, it's selling like hotcakes. It is, and this hardware will sell as well. It's really them saying, "Okay, so the developers, uh, the, the devs need this extra juice, mm-hmm. um, and we'll be left behind. Third party, second party will drop us. That's still important to us, so we'll we'll throw them a bone." So that's what I re- read into it. In in that case, because I'm not expecting that from a Switch Pro, I'm expecting this yeah. to be a PS4 Pro or an Xbox One X. Yeah. It's playing all the same stuff. So I am, to me, not seeing this as something that there's going to be many, if any, exclusive games to. Like even the new 3DS XL had a couple of exclusive games and the SNES ports, which didn't make any sense. But 
They, and it they can play Super least, Nintendo games. That's the oh yeah, the, the SNES game. That's what I just said. Uh, the, <laughs> but that's yeah. So I mean, like, th- th- there is some precedence for it. But I, I, I've the whole time I've been imagining this as just like your game used to run at you know sixteen frames per second. Well, now it's going to run at thirty. Congratulations. When you dock this thing, it's going to upscale because of uh, you know was it DSL DLSS or whatever DLSS yeah. Um, you know, like the, there's going to be those little tricks that you can see the companies that have built this in the past couple of years that, you know, maybe Nintendo will catch up now. Um, I, I really don't think this thing's going to be released and be like, well, cool. Here's the next battlefield game. Or like, you know, here's a switch pro and the new call of duty. Like I just, I don't expect that kind of like third party support to just be like, cool. We're suddenly supporting the switch. Um, and, and maybe I'm, I don't know. I, I'd love it to be like that. And just like, you know, this is a replacement to the switch. It's been out for five years at this point. Here's our new system. Like this is the switch Two. It's the super switch. It's replacing the last switch, not adding onto it. You know what I Like it's, I don't know. So I, so I guess yes or no. Do you guys think this is a full replacement? Maybe thumbs up, thumbs down. This not one instead of the scale. Like, no. Do you think this is a no? I think the light will new? exist, but this, but like the old Nintendo Switch is dead. Okay, yeah. that will be replaced. Yeah, I, I think what this allows them to do is double dip with people who bought launch switches in the first couple of years, who realize that they're early adopters, and they realize they can then get people to double dip on a new system, uh, like myself, who has a cracked back, and mm-hmm. the system's almost five years old now, um, four and a half years. Um, and I and and it would be great if my Switch played some games I was actually interested from third parties to a certain extent because there's yet to be an Assassin's Creed mainline game on Switch. There's yet to be a Call of Duty game uh, on Switch. Um, they don't get regular Maddens or the Maddens and things they get are gimped. And just think about that. Nintendo could make a lot more money, even more than they make now, by having games that are competitive or at least to the level of PS4 on Switch. Nintendo makes yeah. money when they sell third-party games as much as anybody else. And when they've got gaps in their first-party releases, putting big games out there fills their 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 schedule. Can't not everybody's interested in indie games. Indie games is a sorry, it's it's still pretty niche. They want people to say, well, you can't if you want Call of Duty, you can't play on Nintendo. If you, you can't you want Assassin's Creed, you can't play on Nintendo. Well, um, so big Ubisoft games. games like Far Cry. Uh, those type of releases, you can't play theirs because those aren't coming out, but we did get uh, um, things. So I think it's their way to stay competitive and it's their way to say, well, you can still play the games on Switch, but they're going to run like 540p 20 frames per second, which some games currently run that way on the Switch. And it's good enough, but you know what? You like us so much, you'll upgrade it because Nintendo fans love to pay for things. So mm-hmm. I think that's just what's going to happen. I think we're going to see even minor upgrades. People bought that stupid Switch with a little bit better battery life. Yeah. So I think it's a no-brainer that they'll bring in a system that allows more games to come to the Switch. And if they can't play it, guess what? Maybe we have a streaming option, which will probably be subpar two, uh, like like Hitman 3. But it's still an option. So I don't think they're going to leave gamers behind. You just don't get as good of an experience as you would on the Switch Pro. And it's whether it's an OLED screen, has Bluetooth for headphones, has Discord running natively, so you can actually chat with your friends, um, that more ergonomic uh, Joy-Cons, things like that, which is more of a premium Switch experience. I can see all those things happening. I just don't think it will because I think they'll only meet us like halfway. And I think this is going to come out and probably going to come out March 1st in tandem with Breath of the Wild 2 so they can really bump their uh, 
their quarterly sales because they want to sell more switches than ever. And with their release cycle right now, beyond Pokemon, I don't see anything tipping the bar. And this would tip mm-hmm. the bar to get those, those, those just really goose those sales. Do you think so I give it like a one. March? Why not? It's been five years. You're crazy. That's a five years. Five years. Come on. Five years with a game that, Oh no, it doesn't have to be. Nintendo's basically, they, they, what was the last huge game they launched? Suiting smash that launched the holiday animal crossing launched in March. It's their biggest game of all time. They can sell a game any time of the year and kill sales. Breath of the wild is like, I just don't have confidence that it's ready. I, I think that's, I, I think it is because they have all the same assets, the same physics engine, everything else, all the the graphics. It's really just the gameplay pieces. Um, Mm. I I just think it's silly. I mean, the original Breath of the Wild, after once they restarted, took four years. This is just a more of this, more of the they're building on that that foundation. To me, it just feels like it's they just didn't want to commit to a date. I'd love, and I think it's closer. I'd love for you to be right, but I I think I'm hundred percent right. The next holiday game. Oh, so 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 rate my rumor. <laughs> uh, subscribe to Todd. Fudge. Um, Switch Pro is a one, though. It's it's going to happen. Oh yeah, yeah. Switch Switch Pro. It's it, again. It's a matter of scale. It's 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 it, 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 it Switch Pro going to happen in the next six months? I'm going to give you like a maybe a five on that one. Is Switch going to Pro going to happen in the next year? You're probably going down to a two. You know, like it's 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 just going to happen. It's just when uh, Breath of the Wild with Switch in March. Oh shit! I'm right now giving you like a seven on that one because I, I I don't know I don't, Joe how you feeling? The way they talk about it, the way they talk about it, that game is a that game's holiday twenty twenty two. I just think they I, need I more think, time. I think they want to release it in March. I think we're I think we're thinking too big when it comes to the Switch Pro. This is like the 3ds Pro. Mm-hmm. Remember 2ds. Yeah. No, 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 just like the like no, the, 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 the new the new 3 ds yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think this is like the new system. This is just a but additional thing. I think they like launching hard- hardware out of cycle too, because the hardcore fans will buy it, and yeah. then when there's more supply chain in the mix, they can sell more in the holiday, and they don't feel like anybody's getting gypped. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, last rumor, and then we're going to actually ask you guys for your favorite or least favorite rumors is we heard this rumor about this X-Men uh, or a Marvel XCOM game coming out. Mm-hmm. It was going to be announced and it was going to be a big hit, but the only Marvel game we got announced at E3 was Guardians of yeah. the Galaxy. So do you think this is still going to happen? This XCOM based Marvel game? That'd be awesome if it yes. did. Yes. Yeah, I th- uh, yes, because I want it to happen. I like XCOM. <laughs> that's that's all I got. <laughs> I I think I think yay yay on this rumor. Yeah, I'm wondering if they held this back and uh, you know decided that for for Marvel games they they held it back for a couple of reasons. For Marvel games, they wanted to you know kind of avoid the Avengers stink that's still kind of surrounding that game and give guardians a little chance to shine and maybe get rid of some of that and air out the room. Uh, but that combined with uh, Mario rabbits two taking up the XCOM 
style kind of thing uh, for for E3. If you have those two big stories um, launching an Avengers or, or Marvel XCOM game, you'd be like, well, we, we've we've got a, a cool Marvel property over with Guardians, and we've got a really great XCOM style game with with Mario Rabbids two. Yeah. Where, wh- why does this fit in? We're like, do something better. And uh, so far, Marvel hasn't really in the gaming space, aside from Spider Man. Like, they, you know, they, they've still they've got some stuff to prove over the last couple of years. And uh, I think from everything I heard around Guardians, it was like, well, why are you just Star Lord? Why do they look like this? Why are they doing this choice? And it was like, you know, the, the Avengers stink is real, man. Like, I don't know. Like they, they, I, I think they're square was an awful choice to go with. Yeah. Just full stop, yeah. full stop. They were awful. to choose. Yeah. I would have rather them go to EA. I'm not messing with you yeah. guys. It, the way Avengers turned out, mm-hmm. it was dreadful. So, so this, and I think anyone with a, with a, sorry, I, I no, gotta no, go no, on this right here. Anybody that has a games of service pedigree should have taken this. Yeah. How square got this IP. Congratulations on those businessmen. Or, or, or business people, because my God, what what they've done with it is is atrocious. I've heard that it's getting better, but I also see like, oh, there's people joining it. Luke Lore will, will he's drinking the Kool Aid. Like, no, there's people here. Trust me, four hundred people are playing that game on Steam right now. Four hundred. It's Marvel's Avengers. Yep. Abysmal. Yep. I don't have any faith in Square. I don't want them to handle any any IP like this again. I'm really, I'm like that. I'm, I'm done. They'll never, the Wakanda thing was abysmal, embarrassing, and um, never and again, never again. Do they and there's still no sight of Spider-Man. One. No. Yeah. No. Like, oh, I never was so mad about that. I'm like, well, you don't have to be married. That might not even happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sony so, wants a refund. So this, this XCOM game could be finished for all we know, but they could be just sure. holding it back to be like, you know what? Mm-mm. Air out the room, light a candle, like open some windows. Yeah. Let's just let's just wait. Let's put this on a shelf. Wait till the timing's right. Wait for a big movie release. Wait for them to introduce the X Men to the MCU yeah. and then drop this sucker. Like they, maybe some company somewhere is like, we need to get this out because sales, you know, project whatever. So, but like, as long as nobody knows about this game yet, like they're safe. Like the hype is not going to get killed because of the stink from another game. So I, I think like, hold it back. And if this is another publisher, they're fine. Like if yeah. this is 2k and this is for axis, you know, the, the does behind civilization, Holy shit. You have my money you just right now where like, who, who do I have to send it to? But, um, you know, uh, again, had a terrific conversation with my friend Ains and he said it, we're going to only see more of these His superhero stuff is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. This is just, this is just the, the crack in the dam that is going to burst open in the next two to three years. And I, I believe it. I buy into it. We've been completely underserved by quality superhero games and there's room for more. There's so many licenses, so many cool yep. things they could do. And, you know, without telltale being involved anymore, it, it just seems it's it's waiting for someone to really deliver on the promise. And I could see them doing this series. It could play out well. Although I don't know permadeath was heroes. They're going to have to work a way around it. Maybe put them in like a chamber of 
solitude or something. <laughs> you can't kill Captain America, guys. You can't. Well, you can only you can only make yeah. him old. That's the only they, way you can do in Marvel. They figured it out yeah. with uh, Mario Rabbids. They can figure it out with this. Okay. Okay. There you go. Yeah. No permadeath. Yeah. Don't kill Mario, please. Um, yeah. So um, what's your what's your rumor gauge on this one? Ten. It won't happen. One. It's going to happen. One. Three. I'm with it. I'd, it lo- I'd love this to happen. I, I mean, you know, it, it makes sense. Um, you know, our luck, this is going to be like a mobile gotcha game. And it's going to, oh, yeah. you know, it's like, <laughs> but I, I want this Marvel, to happen. Marvel's killing it on, on, on mobile right now. Yeah. yeah. 85 different games that I've never even seen before, mm-hmm. but I'll make a million dollars a day. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would prefer a X-Men Legends style rather than a turn-based strategy tactical game, but I, I could see this happening because there's a fan base for it. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. So, all right. So, so guys, um, we've been around the block many, many times. We've heard rumors throughout time. There's rumors we still want to happen, but they're probably dead. Rumors we're glad didn't happen. So do you have a like a rumor that you just loved that never happened or you still want to happen? Or is there a rumor you're like, Please do not make that happen because it'll make me puke. I got it. This will be my this will be my TED talk. I said this on this week's trophy room. Um, Blue Box Studios. Oh God, let's talk about them. There's a little indie studio that keeps getting getting the word, the name Kojima and Silent Hills thrown around willy nilly oh man he's prepared um, there are way too many coincidences that point to this game being a silent hills game there are way too many factual lines in the sand that say that this guy is just a dude that went in on a meme that got a little bit too serious um that is a bit in on over in in on his head so for y'all that don't know, there's this studio called Blue Box Studios that has only that has never made a game, but has somehow partnered with PlayStation that's making this mysterious phone app that I can't even describe to you that makes sense. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. Um, they have been tied one way or the other to Kojima. A lot of people are like, this, this seems the way that the logo even looks just seems like it's a play on the PlayStation logo. Their Twitter has gone out to make weird cryptic tweets about, oh, our game's not really called Abandoned. And Blue Box Studios, well, blue is not a color. It means something different. Oh, our new game, which is a horror-based game, starts with an S and ends with an L. And everybody started drawing lines to Kojima's canceled PT and that this was Kojima taking back the reins of PT, Sony bridging the divide between Kojima and Konami, making PT happen. Kojima's been very silent on this issue, but the one thing that people are are insistent upon is their director of Death Stranding has uh, Norman Reedus and the fetus in a blue suit jump into a box. And that's what people say with a Netherlands flag, which Box Studios is based off of, is saying that this is this is it, boys. This is what we've been waiting for. Okay, gang. This isn't what we've been waiting for. This rumor isn't true. Put an asterisk. 
this is not Kojima working on this. <laughs> he is working with Xbox on a cloud game that we'll pretend that we're impressed by. I truly think in my heart of hearts, um, this is Bloober Team. I think this is a ruse, but it's in a totally opposite direction. Hmm. I think Silent Hill's the, the Silent Hill rumor has been since last year in March. It's happening. It's real. We got Bloober Team back in February talking about how they partnered with a publisher on a very important IP that we'll be seeing soon. We've gotten the artists, I believe, that did the art for Silent Hill saying, yeah, we got something in the summer for you guys. I think Abandon is Silent Hill. I just think that this, this Blue Box Studios is a... Uh, a secondary studio off of bloopers because uh, they're a Polish studio. So I think this is their, a satellite studio that's been working on this game for a hot minute. Hmm. The other thing that goes to show to this rumor, because a lot of people, whoa, 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 whoa. This studio had a Kickstarter at one point. Abandoned had a Kickstarter. I know the guy that did the Kickstarter for, for the abandoned game not blue box studios. So I truly believe also the assets they're using is you can literally buy from the unreal store right now. What we're seeing is a ruse in a totally opposite direction. Hmm. And I'm all in on it. I've never played a silent hill game. I uh, never in my life, but I love the conspiracy theory. I'm all about the conspiracy theories. Let's do it. Ancient aliens. I'm right there with you. Magic bullet. I'm right there with you. Trickle down economics. I'm right there with you. These things are myths. They're never proven, but I'm here just to see the crazies go at it. So I'm on board with this and I want to know where you guys, what you guys are feeling. You 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 hop on on too much of a crazy train. No, you, you, you convinced me. I have not been following much of that, so I'm going to trust your expertise and <laughs> take my tinfoil. I'm going to tip my tinfoil hat to you because that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you, Joe. It's, it's, I, I, I keep hearing about this. It just seems like it seems like a developer that tried to get onto the weird train of Kojima just doing those weird things, got out of hand. The dude even behind the studio like went on and said, it's really me, not Kojima. And people don't even believe him. It's so yeah. I mean, he should have yeah. shown up in like rags or bandages like <laughs> Moby Dick Studios guy. Oh, my God. Exactly. Yeah, it yeah. should have been that. And even like they got in like their partnered studios to, oh. to talk like the one person that's part of Nurture Studios, which is their second party team. But like even then, like, dude, the production value on that guy's video Way too good. Yeah. We've we, we lived in a year of Zoom meetings. That's, dude, he's got aperture in the background and everything like that. That is, I don't believe that for a second. I'm sorry. And if this is just some dude o- in o- uh, over his head, congratulations to you, sir. I don't have an ounce of pity because you gained millions of eyes looking at your content. Even if 90% of them leave, you still have hundreds of thousands of people looking at this thing that are maybe interested in. You have tens of thousands of, of followers you gained on Twitter. No, no, no. I don't feel bad for you. I, I respect the game is what I will say. That's for sure. And that's a problem. You ultimately have a product that you aren't going to be able to honestly judge this game <clears throat> without uh, uh, something in the back of your mind saying, 
but they tried to fool us. They tried to do these things versus, you know what? I, the game should speak and stand on its own. But yeah, people's, yeah. their personalities, uh, they need to get noticed. And yeah, it, it gets to be a, a, a problematic thing with social media. But Absolutely. yeah, so I, I do not think this is Kojima whatsoever. So I, they, I, you know, that one, yeah, it's a good rumor though. I like that. So makes that, our lives interesting. That brings to an interesting point, Todd. And I think like for me, I always, mo- most of the time I love, I love rumors, uh, whether it's going way back to the, like I said, even that jackass that told me about the duck hunt thing or the ducktails thing, uh, you know, you can jump over the flagpole in super Mario brothers. Uh, but and, and like, there's a, there's a Tomb Raider nude yeah. code, right? Uh, each oh, we've all been buried back. in the desert, right? Like all these rumors and like, some of them are true. Some of them are false. Some of them are only accessible with a, a game shark or a game genie or whatever. Um, but for me, that is part of the fun of gaming. And it, it's like back to the the playground and back to, you know, whatever. And, and why I love Discord or Facebook or whatever of like, it keeps those conversations going with, with like-minded people who we can come together and share these fun little things with that. It's like, like Joe, like I said, like you, I tip my tinfoil hat to you because that was a fantastically put together, even as someone not following it, like, the the little threads and stuff that people are following like i love it i love all of that stuff but todd you just brought up a great point of it's when things go online and they turn toxic and it's like when the rumors aren't true and people start losing their minds or threatening or you know like acting entitled and that kind of stuff is when i think rumors can be dangerous or the way people interpret them to be can be dangerous so what I don't know. Do, do you guys have some, some past uh, or Todd, I guess, uh, cause, cause Joe, I think that's your, your new favorite conspiracy maybe, but uh, Todd, any, any yeah. stick out to you and like, well, let me tell you about these Dominion voting machines. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my pillow man. Uh, oh, that's yeah. my, the woods here. But, it's going to look too close to home. <laughs> you know, I, I also kind of, I want to get a sense from you guys. Like how do you, do you like rumors? Are, are you guys usually as amused as I am with, uh, with this stuff? And, and do you think, uh, or, or, or do you think the internet culture has kind of gotten it a little out of hand where the rumors just aren't fun anymore? Oh, I love the rumors. I love it. Cause it's ultimately Nintendo is, I think the king of it because everybody creates all of these standards for Nintendo and it's like, they don't deliver it. Cause like they expect the moon mm-hmm. and they get, you know, Scraps. The, you know, they get the reflection in a pool in a muddy pool. That's all they get of the yeah. moon. Doesn't even taste of cheese. It tastes like rotten Limburger. Um, you know, like the the, the smash uh, predictions of who's going to be a character mm-hmm. and all these things. And it's like I'm going to finally get my Metroid Prime Three collection or whatever HD collection. It, it doesn't happen, but it's still fun to get. You know, it, it once again makes you feel like a kid again. Your, the anticipation doesn't always live to the hype. But you know what? Yeah. If they didn't deliver on a rumor you heard offline on a Reddit post or uh, 4chan That's or whatever. You, dude. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it is funny, though, because you talked about rumors and things. This is a little bit of a weird one because I think of that. They call it bullshot, which is like a bullshit, but it's a <laughs> right. shot back in the day of what that thing would look like. And I think of that Sony. What was it, Joe? You remember this? The kill zone. The infamous kill zone. Is it or isn't it? Is that actual yeah. gameplay? Is that a cinematic? And for the longest time, I don't think we ever learned until we saw the game and we're like, nope, didn't even look like that. It's like uh, we saw that with other games. Ubisoft did that with like, oh, this is Watch performed those. in a workstation Spider-Man PC even. that you can never own at home. Yeah, not enough puzzles. Well, puddle, puddles, right, Joe? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just all these things are just weird. And sometimes they go bad. Sometimes they go well. But, you know, I mean, it, it is the fun of why we do prediction shows. Because yeah. we heard a rumor or Jeff Grubb said something. And if it didn't happen, oh, well, it's just a guess and nobody gets yeah. hurt. But I mean, I, I just I just enjoy it because it makes me feel like a little kid again. Very, very rarely do we get that in un, any other industry. Movies, they announce a sequel five years in advance. There's no guessing. It's not a, it's not d- d- debuted on a stage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's just the way things are. I mean, so yeah. it's it's specific to our industry. And I love it. You get a little bit of that yeah. with MCU stuff. I find, you know, like, oh, this was like a backdoor for, you know, they're hinting at Reed Richards or, you know, they, they I mean, I was just reading before we started recording, they, they replaced the ending of WandaVision. Did you guys see this? Yeah. They swapped no, out the ending. Uh, so that they've added trees, like when it's panning to her in the, in the forest, in the little cabin kind of thing. And it's spoiler, slight spoiler alerts, I suppose, if you're, if you haven't seen WandaVision, um, but it, it pans to her and she's in the cabin in the woods and she's, she's learning. Uh, I'm going to try to avoid some spoilers, I suppose, but in this new one. So before it, it would just pan uh, in this new one, they've added some greenery and some, some trees to, to the cliffside. Um, but there's also like a shadowy figure heading down the mountain. Oh. Uh, people are saying it's either uh, vision Doctor Strange or something else that we haven't quite seen yet. Nice. Uh, but they've also something added sinister. something sinister. Uh, but they've also yeah. added uh, the X-Men yes, confirmed. X-Men yes. confirmed. 100%. Uh, but they've also added a uh, thank you to the dude that did the Doctor Strange theme or something like in the credits. Ah, um, I love that stuff. So it's, yeah, but like why, like, you know, is Loki messing with the timeline or like, what the hell? Like the show is done. Um, it's a Loki variant. That's all right? I know. Like that's, mm-hmm. so it's, it's weird stuff, but like, so, so that's like causing the rumor mill on the, the Marvel side of things. Um, so you get a tiny bit of that, but yeah, like, you know, to your point, like not nearly as much in film and television as, um, you know, as, as with games. I will say yeah. right now, though, if you look at both Mark's and uh, Joseph's back uh, shelves, there may be a rumor hint of something in future for our podcasts. Yes. Just saying. We're going to have Thank drones, you, Phil Spencer. <laughs> Nothing to- There's a picture of a hummingbird behind Mark. What does that mean? There something is, might be happening yes, in the future. Uh, my wife's aunt painted the hummingbird, and then my drone is, is No, no, no. Could she confirmed. Go, yeah. And Joe has a TIE fighter, so he might be... Uh, Tie Fighter pilot in the future. Who knows? I am. Yes. Yeah. But I like rumors when it's the community's enjoying them. Like mm-hmm. anytime there's a Bloodborne rumor, the community, our ears perk up. Right? Like we enjoy it. Ghost of, uh, uh, you know, Ghost of Tsushima's rumors. Like that's exciting. But when it gets to be used for the fanboy stuff, the 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 console war stuff, that's when I'm like, okay, all right, enough. Yeah. So. And, and- and, and and quite honestly, I don't know how you guys feel about this. Rumors are not spoilers. They are what they are. Mm-hmm. You know what? If you get spoiled because somebody said a rumor and it's not confirmed, I, I just think that's where I draw the line because I think at that point then stay off the internet. Connect the internet. Just connect <laughs> the internet because you are going to be a hurt person for the rest of your life because mm-hmm. someone would have mentioned that, you know, Zelda is not the, the, the boy. <laughs> Come on. I know. I know, Mark. I know you're hurt. Mercy, you got a spoiler alert. Oh well. Give the put. Jeez. Yeah. Well, just let me let me tell you, folks. If you hear any rumors about Secret Friends Unite or the PS Trophy Room, you know what? You can always go to the source, 
and we'll probably deny it because we have an NDA. But true. <laughs> but at this point, it is time to end the show. If you liked rumors, if you don't like rumors, Mark, we'll tell them how they can tell us that. But before we do that, Joseph, tell people where they can find yeah. you. Well, gang, after we're done recording here, I'm going to straight up collapse. It's been such a long day, but I love enjoying or, or spending my night with y'all. Talk about rumors, speculation, all this good stuff. You can find me over at Mr. Babbitt on Twitter. If you want to hear or see some funny memes and, and gifts that I've made from time to time, you can follow PS Trophy Room for all the latest and greatest breaking news surrounding the PlayStation ecosystem at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. And you can find the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players, where each and every Thursday, me and my best friend Kyle, Talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Again, each and every Thursday, you can find the video version of that on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast service of choice. The Trophy Room of PlayStation Podcast will be there for you. We're trying to get to, to a couple more reviews on this Apple Podcast stuff. So tell us a five-star review our way. That would be greatly appreciated. And that's it. That's all we got. Excellent. Woo. Excellent. Even if you don't like PlayStation... Watching Joe and Kyle go together and just you know, show up for the, the the impersonations, the voice acting, sure. the sure. the felony uh, crimes committed against Sony execs, it's great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. can't be proven. Can't be proven. Yeah. Not crimes if they're not proven. No, no, it's only a crime if you get caught. Exactly. Absolutely. Aladdin taught me that. Absolutely. Yep. One step ahead of the. <laughs> I just watched Aladdin with my son for the first Aladdin's time. So good. He very much got a kick out of Jafar, and I was like, oh, it's kind of worrisome. Uh, Todd, <laughs> we're, let's share some gamer tags. Uh, so, Todd, where can people find you on. Uh, yeah, so I, I have changed my gamer tags over the years, but I'm finally settled down to Spartion98 on Xbox and Switch, Spartion1998 on PSN because they were uncooperative. Right on. Mm. And uh, you can find me, I'm Canardian. At uh, on Xbox, uh, I think there's a Canardian eight four three two. If you want to go with the numbers there, that Xbox just kind of tags on at the end. And uh, I can't. I, I think I'm the same on on Switch. Uh, but you know what? If you follow me at, at the underscore Canardian on Twitter, I think you can add friends through Twitter if you connect them to your Switch account. So that's the easiest way, other than friend codes. Um, but for for everything else, Secret Friends U. Uh, of course, you can find us at secretfriendsunite.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Secret Friends you uh the underscore canardian or at t oxtra subscribe rate us on youtube podcast services around the world we have nowhere near as many ratings as uh joe and the trophy room do, does so uh you know what throw and us, we want more us rating and we definitely want more and uh, like i said at the start of the show join our discord server uh hopefully get some good times going over there uh we also have shirts over at t public and uh you know you can always subscribe to todd's OnlyFans. And this shirt might come off if you subscribe. At there, my- <laughs> there you go. There's our new T-shirt, folks. That's if you're watching YouTube. For you. There is our all new right. T-shirt with all of us in our beautiful faces. Mm-hmm. So check okay, that out. Yeah. So Joe, thanks for being on. Yeah, Mark, always a pleasure. I'm my companion on this wonderful journey in video games. And remember, folks, it's always better to game together.